ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Average Film Enjoyer podcast. I am your host, Trey, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jagger. Jagger, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing so good. And we are actually joined today uh, by uh, one of uh, my good friends, Alan. Um, Alan, welcome on the pod. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on for this, this little segment. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. So today uh, is, I mean, this is like the seventh one we've recorded, but today is, it will be the first one released of our Hooptober series. Uh, so what we will be doing is coming out with a 10 to 15 minute review of a Halloween or scary movie uh, every day of October. And on the 31st, we will be coming out, uh, I believe, with a Toby Hooper movie, which will be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and every, uh, every episode that comes out, we will have merch coming out along with that episode. Um, so, uh, whatever movie review, we will have merch related to that, uh, movie coming out that day as well. So we will have, uh, 31 new designs coming out this month in total, which we are very excited for. So again, our merch is in our YouTube description. So go check that out. Um, so today, uh, kicking off the month, I'm very excited because this is one of my personal favorite horrors. I believe this is in my top 100 of all time. Um, and uh, I know Jagger and Alan both are kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. Today we are reviewing James Wan's Malignant. Um, so why don't you guys kick it off with your thoughts and I'll come in and uh, tell you why you're wrong. Uh, Alan, how about you lead? How about you lead? All right, but, but, but. so uh, in my opinion, this is James Wan's weakest showing. Uh, I think his uniqueness of how he uses the camera still shines here, though. I think that's the most positive aspect of the film. I I think that the pure action sequences work, and so do the horror ones. But putting them together, I don't think it works well. I think he's a great action director. I think he's a great horror director. But he tried to cook here, and it burnt right in his face. Uh, I think the acting is horrible, uh, I will say, and the writing doesn't really help it very much. And some people argue that it's on purpose. Uh, the argument that I bring up is Mulholland Drive. And in Mulholland Drive, the acting kind of is more, uh, it's not bad, but it's kind of, what is the word, amateur. And it gets better as it goes on. Yeah. And it's on yeah. purpose. Um, I think the visuals aren't very appealing. I, I think it's a very unique you know, story uh, for what it is. This, I've watched it two times. The first time I watched it, I absolutely dreaded it. I think I gave it a half star. I was also sick when I watched it, so maybe that's to blame as well. The second time I watched it, I think I watched it like last week with uh, my friend Will. He hates it way more than me. I think he has it the same rating as Jagger. Uh, it went up to a two. because yeah. I, I still do think that James Wan is a great director, and he, he does cook behind mm -hmm. the camera during certain sequences. But yeah, not, not my favorite uh, by any means. Yeah. Yeah. Jagger, what about you? What do you, do you have any, because I know you gave it one star. So do you have any thoughts that you want to piggyback on there? All right. I'm going to, yeah, piggyback off of it. I really, really despise James Wan. I want to preface this now, how much I hate him. Cause I think the only <laughs> yeah. good thing he's done is saw, which I still don't wow. love. Wow. Okay, I didn't know we were going in this direction. Jeez. Insidious was <laughs> completely okay. That's where the, I draw the line. I don't have it logged, but probably maybe a two and a half. Wrong I think, four. I think... Yeah, that movie's peak. I think The Conjuring is 
awful. I hate Another the song whole, I hate the whole Conjuring universe. I think none of it is good. And I know this is a hot take. Um, I don't like any of the Fast and Furious movies, so I haven't even seen Fast Seven. Um, I saw or Furious Seven. Um, I saw the first like two of them, didn't like them, and decided I didn't want to bother myself with continuing. Uh, Dead Silence. I tried to watch. That was one of the worst things I'd ever seen. I mean, I really. Oh yeah, Dead Silence. Bad. I don't like Aquaman either. I don't like James Wan. So I think yeah. Aquaman is pretty weak, but it's like fine. It's like a three star max. Yeah, like it's so, not bad, but it's not great. This I would also like to say, and spoilers now for *Malignant*. Um, it started to do something very good in the last twenty minutes. Now that's not saying that any of the first hour and forty minutes is okay. In the last twenty minutes, it started to do something good. It had those amazing fight scenes. And then it took a Disney Channel ending with, like, and then she fought back against the demon and locked him up. Like, no, you ruined everything you had going for yourself. And I think that I'm giving it one star because I don't exactly think that it's, like, the amazing bulk. It's not a half-star movie. But God, is it close. Um... So this is a very, very low one star that I gave one star because the fight scenes mm-hmm. at the end were cool. But besides that, mm-hmm. it was an entirely dreadful experience. Okay. So uh, I'm going to come uh, in here. I'm going to... Wait, we, uh, Alan, go ahead. Are we doing spoilers at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah we, we have, spo- okay, we have spoilers on here. Something, so go away if you haven't seen it. Uh, you're also not missing much if you stay because the movie sucks. But uh, at the no. end, you know, when the sister, like quotation marks dies and the demon you know kind of puts it in her head or like the yeah. the girl puts it in her head yeah. if if that actually happened i think it wouldn't have a negative rating for me because at that point i was like okay this is actually not as bad as i remembered like this is pretty cool but then like you said it comes out with that disney channel happy ending and i completely agree that it kind of just ruined the momentum it had near the end yes yeah and it also doesn't help the whole first hour as well because that shit was ass but yeah Okay, so I'm going to come in here and I'm going to defend what I think is an outstanding horror film. So, first of all, I I I really respect James Wan. I like I'm I'm not going to come out here and say I love a direct like when I say I love a director, like me and Alan were talking about Tarantino earlier. Um I love Tarantino. There's not a single Tarantino. There's one Tarantino movie I have rated below a four and a half. I love Quentin Tarantino. James Wan, like he can go either way for me. Like I love Malignant, the First Conjuring isn't great, but the second one is really good. Insidious is great. Saw is great. I enjoyed Aquaman. Fast 7 isn't great. Insidious 2 isn't great. And Dead Silence is just straight terrible. I will say this. I have not seen Death Sentence, which is the one I believe, yeah, Kevin, he did with uh, Kevin Kevin Bacon and Garrett Hedlund. Um, I haven't seen that, so I still need to get around that. But he's a very hit and miss. Malignant is easily my favorite. And... It's because, like, Jagger, we've talked about, like, our mutual love of the Evil Dead movies. Evil Dead 2 is one of the few movies I know you consider to be a perfect film. And let's be honest, those movies as films, Trey, they're I not good. I swear to God if you compare Malignant to any of the Evil Dead movies. Dude, okay, I, I love Evil Dead more than the next guy except you. I love Evil Dead. Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2 are in my top 100. Mm-hmm. They, it's, but it's really that intention 
additional cheesiness and campiness and and over goriness, which I feel that James Wan does really well here. Like you have every classic cheesy horror trope happening in this film, and it's so fun. As Alan said, the camera work is outstanding. James Wan never fails uh, with his camera work. Uh, the the acting again isn't great. That's fine. That's why it's not a five star for me. It's a low four and a half. Acting isn't great. I enjoy the writing. I enjoy the villain. I thought he it's a super compelling story. Um, I, I'm not compelling. That makes it seem like this is like fucking Shawshank Redemption. It, I, it's entertaining. It's an entertaining story that you honestly don't know where it's going. Like, I don't care who you are. By the last 40 minutes, if you can predict what happens in this movie, you're a psychic. Like, everything just goes the complete opposite of what you think it's going to go. It's unexpected. It's fun. Um, the action, as you guys both said, is super fun. Um, and I just, I love James Wan in general. Like, and I think this is his masterpiece. I think it's so well done. It's bloody, it's gory. And I honestly am surprised that you didn't like it, Jagger, because it is like on the same wavelength for me as the evil, the OG evil dead films of like that intentional cheesiness and goriness and, um, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so I don't know if that's like if you can see where I'm coming from and if you guys have any thoughts about that. But uh, that's that's where I come from when I think about this movie. Um, yeah. I, I see. Could... I see a lot of people. Sorry, you want to go ahead? Uh, no, go for it. Go for it. All right. I see a lot of people also comparing it to Barbarian when like, uh, you know, uh, in the Real Talk Discord cash, he loves this fucking dog shit movie, Malignant, but. And he, he always oh, tells me, how do you like Barbarian, but not uh, Malignant? To me, I think that, like, the tones in Barbarian are much more sound. I think they know exactly where they want to go, where they cut off perfectly. Uh, for Malignant, I don't know, it just... The, the story isn't in incoherent, it's the tones that are incoherent. I, like, they're just so all over the place. Like, I don't know if it wants to be funny. Yeah. I don't know if it wants to be scary. I know it's tr he's trying to be, you know, campy and stuff, but it just doesn't come off well. I think... With the Evil Dead, you know, coming out of the 80s, that was the whole thing. Uh, so it kind of gets that past for me. But also, it's just, I don't know. It, the Evil Dead ones just are, like, comforting how, like, campy they are. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird. But yes. this one, just not it. Bruce Campbell's not an actor, by any means. If you look at any of the work he did before Evil Dead, there's a YouTube video called The Blind Waiter that Raimi and him made in, like, 1975. Um, and you can watch mm -hmm. any of those. He's not an actor. He's a dude. And that's what makes the Evil Dead movies so great. Because he's not an actor. At that point, Raimi wasn't a director. So it was just two dudes having fun. This is a movie with exactly. a director that is extremely full of himself. Making a movie that is so <laughs> full of itself that it's obnoxious. And I think... If you say, like, 80s movies are intentionally bad, look at something like Chopping Mall. That's an... Er, there's a movie I saw called Death Spa about a lady that runs a jazzercise place, but she kills people while they do jazzercise. And... It, I know what I'm watching tonight. That's a stupid, stupid 80s com comedy horror, you could call it. But that was supposed to be a slasher at the time. And that's what fit mm -hmm. at the time. James Wan does movies that are, like, insidious and conjuring. 
that in my mind I have as modern horror. And I think that this was a movie that if it was actually intentionally bad, which, I mean, this writing is up there with, like, The Room. I mean, The Room was funny oh because God. it was you stupid. You didn't just say that. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. The writing is that pretty is bad. Emotional. The acting doesn't help it. Yeah, bit. the acting yeah. doesn't help like, that. Imagine you put you slap, like, a Joaquin Phoenix or a fucking Leo in this movie, which will never happen because, you know, they care too much about their image. But, um... The, the writing, they would help the writing, even though it's this bad. But these actors that are horrible, like like uh, Jagger was saying, Bruce Campbell isn't an actor. That's what makes that good. These people are trying to be actors with this awful writing. Have you seen any of like, the part? I don't know if you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Any moment in which the lead lady screams, she her face is even monotone. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that before I watched this movie. Okay. Okay. I have one last question before we wrap this up. And it, if this, let's say this movie, this movie comes out like this movie was made like mid to late Mm eighties and this movie came out mid to late eighties, would your thoughts and feelings be different? Because Jagger, you said this just like, doesn't fit the tone of the time. Like those, those horrors from the eighties are intentionally bad. They're intentionally, they're like comedy horrors. And now like in comparing, like this isn't even comparable to like insidious, the conjuring, uh, saw dead silence stuff like this that's a bit more serious and um, more stressful um, if this has come out let's say 1986 do you think this would have been more well received or more loved or what are your thoughts on that here's what would have happened if this was made in 1986 it would have been a lot more like basket case which is also about like uh what's it called um a twin thing hematoma or whatever they Siamese call it. Twin. yeah Siamese twin which it's the same concept it would have been more like that it's sort of gritty sort of grimy the camera work is not as mm-hmm. nearly as good so it would not have been taking yeah. itself seriously at all it would have had hopefully hopefully different actors that could have possibly saved it the writing would have been considered more acceptable because that's what you expected out of a director like that at the time. Movies like The Conjuring and Insidious would not have set a bar anywhere. And this would have been a standalone movie. And if it had been gritty and grimy and disgusting and sort of felt like maniac, then this could have been great. If it was more like... And it is gory. I'm not going to deny that. But the gore feels like 2021 gore. The gore doesn't feel like 1986 sort of stupid-looking, red-paint-looking gore that you get. Yeah. And it's almost like sort of you're able to laugh at it, but it also feels kind of disgusting, like you would get out of something like Maniac. So that's what I'm saying. If it was made in 1986, it would have been a whole different movie, and I pray to God it would have been a better movie. Actually, Alan, do you have any last thoughts? Anything would have been better. But um, yeah, I'm, I don't think it would have worked in the 80s just because I think this is funny because it's bad while 80s movies are funny because they're just corny. Like, that's what they, they're made to be, to be honest. Like, they knew yeah. what they were doing. Um, and then another thing, I have a negative and a positive about this movie. So another negative that I should have said earlier with the visuals is that when there's not a vibrant color, like a red or anything, this movie is looks like a Russo Brothers like production. It's devoid of color. And I think it looks ugly. Uh, another thing is the best thing that came out of this is that a studio gave a budget to a director and let him make his vision. I think that's the most important thing that came out of this movie. But that, that's really all I got to say about this, yeah. this uh, low mid 
horror movie. It did kind of feel yeah. like that, like, Gray Man extraction feeling movie. Yeah. That's, Visually. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah, so go check out go check out uh, Malignant. I think you should check it out. It's one of the most divisive horror movies uh, because you'll get people like me or me and Alan's friends Cash or Alex Coleman from uh, TikTok who have this at like four and a half, five stars. Um, and then you'll get guys like Jagger and Alan who have this at like one star, two stars. So go check it out for yourself. Let us know what you think. Um, we are starting this new thing on our pod. Uh, so Jagger, every episode, will be playing a different movie in uh, the background of his screen. Um, so if you can guess what movie that is, leave us a comment down below what you think it is. Um, if you're on YouTube. Uh, if And also if you're on YouTube. Oh, God, dude. This was happening yesterday, Jagger, when we were recording. Also, if you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe uh and uh yeah leave us a comment what you think it is if you're on youtube go check out our merch we should have about now some malignant uh merch live uh which i am looking forward to and will definitely buy um and um yeah uh we uh we know uh alan alan you have a pod right do you want to promote your podcast a little bit yes sir i'm from a fistful of films podcast on youtube spotify i'm there with my boys jordan seven will uh after this episode that airs, we're actually going to go through Tarantino's filmography uh, weekly, chronologically. Uh, I think Trey is going to join us for maybe an episode or two, so that would be cool. Uh, but yeah, yes. if, if you want to head over there, you know, follow these guys, follow us, support support us, you know? Because we, we like movies, yeah. we like movies, we like talking about movies. Do you have a letterbox? Yeah, you? go check out the... Or anything? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I do. It's uh, like C-I-N-E laps, like, you know. Cinelapse. Yeah, yeah, go follow him on Letterboxd. Um, yeah, go check out the Fistful of Films podcast. I've listened to it, and I really, really enjoy it. They uh, have great conversations. Um, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at uh, Trey the Film Noob, and that also goes for Letterboxd and Twitter. You can follow Jagger at Jagger Film Reviews on uh tiktok jagger the movie guy uh on uh instagram i believe that's what it is and, and twitch it's all jagger film fan on letterbox right yeah what'd you say jagger the movie guy yeah okay as well yeah to follow we love the support go check out both our tiktok pages for one of the biggest giveaways going on on movie talk right now you can uh you can enter to win over $500 worth of movie physical media type deals. So like a Blu-ray player, a bunch of 4K collections, Criterions, stuff like that. Um, so we both have videos pinned on our pages. We're doing with a few other movie t talkers. So go check that out and uh, be looking forward to more um, uh, Hooptober episodes for the rest of the month. I believe our Scream episode will be coming out tomorrow. Um, so you can be looking forward to us reviewing the 1996. It's 96 or 94. I know that. 96, I, think. I think it's 96. Um, Wes Craven horror classic Scream. And again, thank you for joining us. Alan, thank you for joining us. We hope to have you on again. And everybody have a good, good rest of your day.